Hey, gang. Whoa. What an end to an explosive season. What an end. Before we start, I want to give a shout-out to Nathaniel. (laughs) We uh, we want to do some fan shout-outs. We uh, we have a fan, Nathaniel, who's been making us some great fan art on Twitter. Check it out on our... At Four Wrong tweet Reasons. At what do you call it? <laughs> Twitter feed? Tweet. Our Twitter status page. Our tweed. <laughs> the old tweed. Um, and uh, Nathaniel, we know that you've been making those since you're out of work these days, so we're really excited. We hope you land a job soon, buddy. I'm sure you're going to be employed soon, pal. Nathaniel actually said that our podcast is one of the only things that's giving him hope these days. That lets him get up in the morning. We're going to send you a free bottle of Sugar Bear Vitamins, (laughs) just as a thank you. Your shiny hair will get you through, pal. Um, We have a larger apology to issue, which is that we are a bit later than usual in the episode, and it's because we're in Vegas, baby! How about that ride in? I guess that's why they call it Sin City. <laughs> We're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Vegas. Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! We're uh, traveling. If you listen closely, you can hear the sound of bad decisions being made you can in the hear background. The sound of money raining down on me. I just won 25 bones in the slot machine, guys. It was big. We're never coming home. <laughs> We've already bet our daughter's entire college education, so whatever $25 can buy you. She's going to get a college wise. Yeah, I'm not she's worried about her. She's a smart kid. She'll do fine on her own. She's just going to have to go to our school. Um, okay, well, let's get right into it. Um, and we want to say this is probably going to be an abbreviated podcast episode simply because it's over. It's over. We it's know what done. happened. We the know, same yeah. thing happened that we all thought were going to happen for the last, you know, six weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was pretty boring, actually. So I mean, it was a finale. It was a finale. Which, But the finale, I mean, should be the most exciting thing. This is what happens when they can't rely on a forced to be continued. Right. And then they have to actually end something. So let's get to it. This episode might not have had a lot of excitement, but I'll tell you what it did have. What? Santa. It did have Santa. I want to talk about that because that was ridiculous. So we are in uh, some Finnish town. Yes, Finn. I don't think I can pronounce where it is they're staying. Der Wurzstraminer. That's <laughs> <laughs> German. It's Gewurzabagahugen. <laughs> it's a lovely um, town. As lovely woo-hoo. as the name. Uh, Nick notes that A... Santa Claus lives in this village, and B, he's terrified of getting his heart broken. That's a big theme in this episode. Will Nick get his heart broken? They really, more than any other, and I guess it's his history, really play up the fact that, like, this could all go south Well, yeah. And fair enough. I mean, I guess if you go on the show enough times and make it to second place and then, you know, don't win, it's... I understand. Yeah. It seems to um, have really been difficult on his family. Yes. His poor parents. I feel like they've aged 10 years they, so going through this Finland process. to, I guess, lead him through the decision. And the girls are going to meet each parent, uh, or each going to meet the parents. And when we get into wherever they're staying, like, Nick's mom is already just crying. Right. Immediately. Um, yeah, She's this like is... an Ashley eye. <laughs> But a cougar, Ashley, I, rawr, call me Nick's mom. That haircut. 
Um, I also wanted to say you mentioned this, the second place thing. Uh, what? It's just a like it's a, short hair. It's a hot mom haircut. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to say, Nick, that uh, I'm fond of saying that second place is the first loser. I coined that. And uh, I'm glad that didn't happen oh, to you. you. Coined I coined that phrase. Oh, yep. I came up with that phrase. The no fear people okay. stole it from me back in 92. Yeah. Along with the idea for big dog shirts. It, that's right. I thought big dogs were cool way and, before big dog. And peace frogs. <laughs> Ryan was behind all of all that. All of it. I was the Forrest Gump basically of the <laughs> 90s. Yeah. Hypercolor shirts. That was me. Um, Nick says that he's been challenging himself to hold back a little bit, to be a a little bit more careful. And I actually do feel like we've seen that this season. Right. And he seems to learn from mistakes of Bachelor's past. Ben, um, I'm not saying I love you. supposed to be a cough? That was a under my breath. Ben. Ben. There you go. That's right. Ben. Instead of Ben. Ben. (laughs) Evil librarian. (laughs) Um, all right. His dad says that. Going through the process as a parent has been excruciating. He says, is it possible he could be left standing at the altar? Of course it is. <laughs> of course. And then the dad starts crying. Yeah. yeah, and then he says that he thinks that everybody's a little bit worried about how Nick would recover from another blow, another yeah. another loss. He won't be very, he'll they be crying on the dance say that floor. Nick, yeah, would like kill himself if uh, if he isn't successful with one of these ladies. He would just wander out into the finished snow and freeze to death. Mm, much like Casey left on the mountain. Yes. Oh, Casey, our friend Casey. When I was flying <laughs> in the helicopter. Um, Raven has the first family date. She gets to, and she has met his parents before. That was part of her first one on one. That's they right. Went to a soccer game. So she and Bella are BFFs. Bella loves Raven, and Raven is hoping that Bella can vouch for Well, Raven. I like it because Bella is Or Raven what, is hoping like, Bella can vouch for her. She's rather. 12. Yeah. So I like it how generally, occasionally you, you get family members that are going to break this rule, adult family members, but generally people don't come down on one side. Yes. They're just like, well, I could see that A, you know, that y'all have a good chemistry, but B seems a little more reliable. Mm-hmm. But Bella is just like, I hope he picks you. Right. And tells her that. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like when you go on an interview and one person is like, we really hope that they pick you, even though we haven't met the other people yeah. yet. That never happens to me. It's never happened. I um, hear that happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, his dad says that he likes Raven and that she has, quote, a maturity about her that I hadn't expected. I agree. And I don't know what it is about her that uh, surprises me with that maturity. I don't know if it's because she has such, a, you know, I feel for her, but I don't know if it's the southern accent mm-hmm. or she does seem like younger. She just comes across as naive, something that she acknowledged in the After the Rose. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, how old is she? Do we know? I mean, we do know, but I don't know. Well, well, do we know immediately? Yeah, and yeah. Do we have that data in front of us? Get our fact checkers like on 26. it. she was like 26. Okay, so she is a little younger, but um, I liked, and I don't remember exactly where this happens, but I really liked Nick's dad, Chris, basically pointing out that, like, you have a type that you go for, but that has not led to a lot of success. Well, that part was interesting. He talks about that when Vanessa comes because um, he says he thought he says you told me that Andy chose Josh because she went back to somebody who she was comfortable with that like 
that that Nick thought that that was why Andy went with Josh instead of Nick, and that the dad is worried that he's going to choose Vanessa because she's more his type. And I I also thought that that was interesting because Raven is so much more obviously the safe choice. Right. Like, I guess I can see why if his dad just saw Vanessa and was like, mm-hmm. this is who you always date. Right. Why she would be seen as, like, the, the safer choice. But, I mean, come Wait, on. Wait, you're saying that Raven is... The safer choice? Yeah. Yeah, no, I but agree. I feel like She's Nick's the safety dad was school. saying Vanessa is the safe choice because that's who you've always dated before. Oh, see, I read it Like, that as... that's who you're more comfortable with, that type. See, I read it differently. I read it as you've dated a lot of women like this and it hasn't worked out, so maybe you should try something different. Well, no, I think that's true, but I think his point was that because he's dated a lot of women like that, that it would seem like a safer choice because there's a level of comfort there. Oh, I see. But it's not. It it's appears not. to be the safer choice and is not the safer choice. Gotcha. All right. Nick's dad is a sophisticated man. Yeah. Making sophisticated points. Hmm. Vanessa makes Nick's dad cry. Yes. When she asks him, do you think that love is enough to make a relationship last? And he says, no, that it's also sacrifice, commitment, selflessness. I feel like all the things that Nick and Vanessa have really struggled on. Yes. And then he starts to cry. Mm -hmm. And uh, his only concern is, God forbid, that we get rejected again. And uh, Nick's mom later says, I want to trust these girls, but each experience seems like it gets worse. Yeah, I feel like Nick's mom just totally seems over it. Because Vanessa starts crying in front of her. And is like, it's kind of, I think, impressively vulnerable because I could see a tendency if you get into this spot to just be like, everything's awesome. And instead, she's pretty honest and is like, I'm, I'm afraid. There's still so much for us to learn about each other. And Nick's mom just says, well, I hope you get the answer. I'm like, <laughs> right. That's it. Nothing reassuring. <laughs> yeah. Just, well, maybe you'll figure it out. Um... Uh, I think we need to mention Nick's sweaters again. Sure. You know, it's another turtleneck on top of a turtleneck. Yeah. I would have liked him to go all out for this one and maybe like a third turtleneck <laughs> under the first two. I just feel like it's the finale and you've got to... you got to go balls to you gotta the gotta ball go, with yeah. that sweater. <laughs> with your layering. Balls out with your turtleneck. Um, again, Vanessa has a ridiculously you know that tall hat. Side note. Do you know that that's actually not a sexual reference what balls out yeah it does not refer to testicles no it's like a what was it because i i almost used it in class one time and then i was like oh i can't say that but then afterwards when i got home i was like i wonder if i could say that oh and it turns out it's fine yeah it's like a um hang on sorry about the type google 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 we've gotten some complaints about the typing on the podcast you you can keep talking right blah 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 i'll try to cover up the noise of the typing with some random observations about the show (laughs) um notably again vanessa's hat is quite tall um, we also wondered if they were going to eat any lutefisk on this uh, adventure of theirs. Originally referred to the governor on old steam engines that had two balls that rotated across one another that would control speed depending on how fast they spun. Balls out meant going full speed or power. Oh, listen to that. So it's a steamboat reference. Yeah, yeah it's totally innocuous. All right, well, I'm going to start You're saying welcome, that all guys. the time. There you go. Yeah, a little bit of education here. You're learning something from this show. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, each week we're going to have the uh, etymology of a different phrase that uh, you might want to know where it came from. So enjoy that. 
towards the end of, Van- well, I guess after Vanessa leaves and it's just the family again talking to Nick, I really liked how his mom kind of chastises him for essentially becoming an engagement slut. Yes. Because she says, um, those words are very precious. I think you'd want to only give those words to someone uh, one time. Nope. Nick's on his third go round. Yeah. Just so, keep going. I, I like it. Nick's no, they are not. Uh, they're done. Yeah. Like, they're just like, They're not going to co-sign Nick's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. They are not enabling him. Well, I guess they kind of are, but anyways. Um, so we get to the actual dates. Yeah, and we start more with uh, Vanessa. And I will mention here, so they go horseback riding. Yes. Um, and I think this is a good time to mention that one of our, one of the marital promises that I made to you was that I would never make you go ho- horseback riding mm-hmm. because you hate it. I do hate it. Yes. And so this would be your nightmare date. <laughs> horseback riding through the snow. Horseback riding followed by Santa. That fat <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I, that's also in our marital vows, actually. That I will never make you see that Santa. That you will never incorporate Santa into our marriage. <laughs> I also have to say I'm 99% sure that's not the real Santa. 99% sure? 99% sure. But you can't get to that last percent. Can't get to that last percent. So you're telling me there's a chance. Even though I was told in very dramatic fashion that Santa Claus doesn't exist. And I uh, cried about it outside of my church. Wearing your hammer pants. Wearing hammer pants. For some time. When you were 12. When I was 12. Yeah. I still can't quite let it go. true story, folks. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, all right. Vanessa and Nick's date is, we should say, sponsored by Lapland Safari. Yeah. Also one of our sponsors. Yeah. Stay at Lapland. <laughs> now a 20% discount on the suite where Raven and Nick boned. See the northern lights. That's Good. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, they visit Santa Claus. And I do want to say that right when uh, that point came in the date, all Ryan said was, what the fuck? And I couldn't tell if you were mad. If you, I think you were a little jealous that I, Nick got to meet Nick Santa. Nick gets to meet Santa, and I don't. I just feel like I don't know. They're like they're not even trying anymore <laughs> to make also, this realistic. It or... got a little awkward because Vanessa like leaned in for a hug and says, "I just want to get next to you, Santa." Like, <laughs> She's got a Santa. We've fetish. talked about that before. That people have Santa fetishes. That's right, right? because someone. Why did that come up? I don't, I don't remember. Know. I made a, a like chimney joke, and you got mad about it. some <laughs> sexual chimney joke that I'm not going to repeat in full. Oh, yeah, here. I got so mad about it. You were furious. <laughs> um, Vanessa is also acting like it's the real Santa. Yeah. It's difficult to tell in what she believes. I mean, she's from Canada. I mean, maybe they have some insider intel that we don't know. Um, so they basically are hanging out with Santa mm-hmm. in a. I noted that it was a tiny cabin with a raging fire. Santa's wearing a giant yes. robe. I thought he was going to catch on fire, I thought too. it was all going to go Manchester by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at a bad situation. Yeah. When, remember when uh, Nick and Vanessa caught Santa on fire? Mm-hmm. That's going to be an unpopular episode. It's the most dra- That would be the most yes. dramatic episode. And, then, and it would happen while Vanessa was hugging Santa, so she would catch on fire, too. Yeah, it's it's going to be quite the nightmare scenario. Don't let the kids watch this one. Um, there just seems to be a lot of nervousness, trepidation, mm-hmm. unknown. I mean, Vanessa does not seem <laughs> like she feels very 
comfortable with anything. No, and she seems like a person having human emotions in response to this ridiculous situation. Right, but I also, I don't, I mean, again, we're just beating a dead horse here. I don't feel like they even like each other that much. Um, And I, like, Nick doesn't even try to say things that could calm her down. Like, when she says, do you feel like you're ready to propose... I think uh, the week's not over. <laughs> the week's not over I mean, yet. Oh man, the least reassuring thing. I might be romantic. in three days. Yeah, real Romeo. <laughs> Give me what another Cyrano, forty-eight yeah. hours. What Cyrano is hiding in the bushes, feeding you that line. <laughs> um, I do want to mention a couple quick things about Santa before we leave it. Um, Vanessa does the bachelor metaphor move. Oh yeah, Santa is falling in love is just like meeting Santa. Just guys. like meeting Santa, and that it's all an illusion. Um, and also, I was kind of hoping that Santa would have been the one to offer them a key to the fantasy suite, but instead he offers some kind of present that they seem to later burn. <laughs> <laughs> they, they let that catch on fire, that bad boy. Vanessa, um, or are we? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Vanessa ends the date saying, quote, I know that my gut is fighting me and telling me, pushing me to question things. I mean, coming at it from the other end, it's not looking great for no. Nick and Vanessa in the long run. No, it's not, it wasn't looking great even in at the uh, final rose. I'll also say the one thing that was revealed on the after the final rose was uh, that Vanessa has not seen the show before, which I thought was um, incredibly revealing because the whole time we've been like, don't you know, like that this oh, is what happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're like, I just assume that everyone who did this process like Knew. has seen the show and understands it. And so that does explain some of the... Seems, I mean, I guess that's really interesting that someone who had never seen it won. Um, how are your hands doing, buddy? They're doing great. Fidgeting a little bit. Um, I feel like it's a little bit like going on Survivor. Like, it is a game. You right. know, I would want the advantage of knowing what to do. Right, at least the general moves of how things go. You know, because everything that happened that she seemed surprised by, it was like, yeah, that that happens every time. That's right. been happening for twenty Nick years. Nick won't say I love you back. Right. He's mm-hmm. he asked all the other parents <laughs> if they could get married too. So, um, you want to move on to Raven? Yeah, sure. All right, we go skating again as a throwback to their roller skating date, and you know, Nick says that essentially we have the opposite of Vanessa with Raven. He says it's easy, it's fun, it's playful can see why you wouldn't choose her. I mean, why would you want something easy? Sure, and fun and playful. Right. No, they do. They seem to have a good time. She um, has an ice heart. There's an ice heart sculpture waiting for her. Um, she, she seems like she's pretty confident yeah, going into it. Yeah, I think it. she was. They hang out by the fire, and all of a sudden, a bunch of puppies show up. <laughs> that was, this, this show also makes you question, like, would you rather meet Santa or see a bunch of puppies? Puppies. Puppies. 100%. Yeah, I concur. Puppies. Raven says that it's the best day of her life when the puppies come out. Right, not when anything else. I mean, it's building to that, but the puppies make it the best day. And she also makes a, a cute little joke about how, I hope our kids are this cute but not as furry. You are 100% invested in this, Uh, Raven. Little known fact, those were actually not dogs. They were wolves. (laughs) They were wolf cubs. And one of them mauled one of the production assistants later in that same episode. Yeah, little known fact. And uh, they had to put the puppy down. It's not a puppy. (laughs) They had to put the wolf cub down. It's a gray wolf. So adorable. Um, I'll also mention that... um, I think this totally slipped by everybody. Nobody caught this except me. That Nick refers to Raven as my love, like casually, which I thought was kind of a 
strange thing. I'm the only one in Bachelor Nation that noticed this. It's cheesy. Well, it's cheesy, but it's also that's kind of that's kind of like saying I love you. No, it's not. No, it's I feel close like enough. that's like saying well, the line that he pulls later. I'm, I love. I'm. What does he say? I'm in love with you. Wait, no. I love you. I'm just not in love with you. Oh yeah, nice, nice, Nick. You're my love. I just don't love right. you. <laughs> Classic breakup line. I'm surprised Nick didn't say it's not you, it's me. He might have. He but, probably I did. mean, at this point. It was after they stopped filming. <laughs> um, Nick kind of says the same thing to Raven that he said to Vanessa, although not surprisingly, Raven takes it a lot better. Um, just saying that it, you know, he still has so many feelings for each girl. I mean... In my notes, I just have, what an asshole. Like, I feel like he's very upfront with, like, I just love both of you. Right. Though Raven, I thought, was a, had a lot less drama. For taking this so seriously, she actually, they had an interesting conversation where she was like, how is it going? You know, she seems to be more aware of the situation and sympathetic to the situation. Yeah. Um, she tells him that she's ready, that she's doing everything to alleviate his pressure or fear by just letting him know that it's going to be really easy for me uh that day if you get down on one knee oh raven yeah a rapport right and again she's like today's the last day i'm calling my boyfriend it's fiance from here on out oof raven that's uh that's a bad news and, and then she says it's my last day probably as a single person it appears that it's not going to be your last day Oy. as a single person. Oy vey, Raven. Nick also tells Raven that he says, I want you to know that more than anyone, I've never worried about you especially, which I feel like he was meaning as a compliment to say, like, you've always seemed calm and, and like you don't need as much reassurance about the situation. But I feel like it came off a little bit to me as a viewer as like, I never had to worry that you wouldn't want me. You know, right, like, right. Or like I never had to think about you. Right. I yeah. never had to doubt losing you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do wonder a little bit if we got a classic situation here where he's like, oh, Vanessa's having questions right. about it. That's the girl. She's I hard want. to get. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. You yeah. boys. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, not going to go for someone who's really into me. Yeah. <laughs> That's silly. Yeah, why would I do that? Neil Lane shows up. And good old Neil like, Lane. Hey, buddy. Yeah, hey, good to see We're you again. It, huh? Yeah, I mean, they must be doing Thanksgiving together right. at this point. So this is the ring that I showed you the first time. It's uh, yet another this is ring. The ring right. that I showed you the second time. It's another ring that'll end up in the Heartbreak Museum. Um, Three months. All right, we're moving into the final moments. Vanessa's crying. She says that things shifted in the last 24 hours that have made her feel like she maybe does not want to get engaged. There's still another woman involved. Where are we going to live? Yes, Vanessa, (laughs) all good questions. Yes, great questions, which still don't seem to be resolved. Well, I guess in the after the final rose, they seem to be resolved. She would move to America. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, We're happy to have you. you. Though uh, Harrison, I mean, we're jumping way ahead, but Harrison makes a political joke about how he's like, not as easy as it used to be to get into America. Watch out, Harrison. (laughs) What won't Harrison say? (laughs) I feel like Harrison is not afraid to get political the on the show. Stewart, ABC. <laughs> He's really filling that vacuum. All right, so what? Raven, yeah, um, Raven shows says up. She's, yeah, she's uh, nervous but also hopeful. I thought I would have doubts, but I don't. Uh, you should. Well, and she gives a little speech before he does the 
whatever, you know. That, uh, yes. As a broader comment about the show, it really annoys me that they force... Because I'm imagining that they they make right. the girls do that. Right. That they say, you're going to talk first, and then Nick will talk right. to you. That's an asshole move. It's a totally so. asshole move because it leaves them there hanging. You know, you would just be like, no, you, what are you going to do, Nick? Are you going to propose? If you propose, I'll say the sweet thing that I've got right. going. Because it's also not like you're going to change his mind at that point. Though it would be great if you did. I mean, I feel like that would be uh, an amazing twist on the show. Well, I will say, Nick does not have a good poker face. Because when Raven yeah. starts going into that spiel, he just looks like he's about to like vomit all over her. Yeah. Oof. I said that it, it looks like our cattle dog when she needs eaten something and she knows that she's in trouble. He might as well like have his ears back. Yeah, yeah. he like won't make eye contact. I saw her. this face on a, on a Nick shaming website. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, he cuts her. He cuts her. You're out. Poor, and poor Raven does one of the classic Bachelor moves at this point where it's like in the limo, she thinks, you know, can I be loved? Can I find love? Am uh, I unlovable? unlovable? Which, <laughs> you'll be fine, Raven. Uh, you, you, you will. You'll be fine, I promise you. Um, but uh, you already tweeted a picture of you and Alexis hanging out. It seems like your life is just fine Aww. post uh, post-Bachelor, and you're going to Paradise. I feel like she'll be fun on Paradise. Yeah. I feel like that's maybe even a better context I know for a lot her. of the fans were rooting for Raven Luke. Oh, sure, but Luke is dating... Who did we see? Somebody yeah, now. Danielle. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. Danielle L? Danielle, the dancer. Whoops. Oh, no. Telephone call. That is Ryan's phone. Whew. Glad I took that call, everybody. You I have important You know things. who that was? Neil Lane. Santa. <laughs> Just calling to reassure Ryan that that 1% is real. It was my dad pretending to be saying, ho, 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 I'm real. Oh, man. Um, All right. Yeah, we we got a winner. Vanessa shows up. Uh, Harrison asks, are you good? She says, I'm nervous. And he says, you should be. (laughs) All right, asshole. Harrison has been shit-talking a lot this season. Yeah, he seems like someone who just doesn't have a lot of fucks left to give. He's pulling a Costanza. He's just seeing how far he can go before they fire him. Right, which is pretty far, I imagine. He would have to do a lot. I also felt like one of the reindeer turned its head in a comical fashion when Vanessa showed up. Yeah. Yeah. It was one step away from Uh, him. Yeah, that's the noise I was going to make, too. Um, Yeah, so let's see what happens there. Yeah, Nick just says that he's he's in love with her he's been falling in love with her for a long time he's been fighting it but he isn't fighting it anymore and that's what you want to hear too will you marry me at a proposal i've been fighting falling in love with you but i just can't fight it anymore i feel like that's how you felt about me <laughs> that that's what i said in my proposal yep then i can't fight this Very romantic. All right. And then we cut immediately. Oh, they get in a sleigh and ride away. Well, uh, yeah, because somebody either, I guess Nick says, let's go do it. And then Vanessa chimes in, literally, whoa. Whoa. Now, we got to say, 
Ryan's been put in the hot seat a little bit by my mom for all of the semen jokes. Some of the saucy, com- all one joke, uh, one joke. There were multiple, so multiple jokes. It was saying, an extended joke. One just time, saying, we want to send out an apology for those of you who feel that the podcast got a little too bossy. a little racy. But listen, this that was the fantasy suite episodes. They're gonna get a little bit naughty. This one has been a little more G-rated, a little more right? chaste. We're in, they're engaged now. Right now, it's okay. Um, that is a season of The Bachelor. I mean, briefly, we did watch the After the Rose. I think we, along with a lot of Bachelor Nation, felt that there wasn't a ton of chemistry going on. Yes, they seemed very awkward. Seemed to be some tension. Yeah. In Nick that, uh... definitely seems ready to move on to Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Fame whore! <laughs> you, you got That's something you throw out there? That's how you do a call. Fame whore! <laughs> <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Fame hall. <laughs> <laughs> it's our old exorcist clip again. Oh, well, y'all, we've had fun podcasting. We're excited to get it going again in a couple of months. A couple of months, though. I do think we need to mention the Bachelor start. The Bachelorette started. They brought the guys out, some of the guys out. Oh, yeah. Some which of them were pretty cute. Yeah. Well, and they were, it's interesting because that setting made them a little less cheesy. Like, nobody rode in on a motorcycle right. or anything. And they seemed nervous. Yeah, they seemed a lot more nervous because they have the studio audience and the that live one guy on TV. Made that joke about going black and, and not never going, going back. back. I which thought that was Rachel funny. liked that, too. Yeah. So that seemed to work. Um, I guess the problem with this, though, is. I'm not going to remember any of their names yeah. in two months. Yeah, on that note, I think it's time for So there's your season. All right. Go, we're going to do, do some more gambling. Go lose a bunch of money, folks. Running around the desert together in Las Vegas looking for strippers and cocaine. And we'll, uh, we'll see tell, you in a couple of months. Tell Chris Angel hi for all of you. <laughs> Gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living, the devil may care. And I am just a devil with no despair. So Viva Las Vegas! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.